0: She said cleaning up after my brother alone kept the company in business and they should send her free samples. She and my dad had gone for their cruise in January, came back tanned and happy. The months had staggered on. Sophie was five and a half already. She got up on her own in the mornings, helped herself to cereal, and watched cartoons. She was going to see him like this. I should go into her room hack her things, and drive away. We could move in with my parents and I'd find a job. Something. Anything. I felt another jolt of anger when I remembered the interior design class I'd loved so much. Then Andrew kept having to work late, or couldn't pick up Sophie from school, or needed me to bring something to the job site. What was the point? I dropped out. He mumbled something, smacked his lips, and scratched at his stomach with lazy fingers. He'd wake up in the middle of the night and stumble to bed, his arm pulling me closer. The heat of his body would surround me so tightly I wouldn't be able to breathe. I'd stay awake for hours. What's wrong with Daddy? I startled. I hadn't heard Sophie sneak out of her bedroom. She was wearing pink pajamas, her hair mussed. She twirled one strand around and around. He's just tired. She walked closer, leaned over him, and sniffed. Then she looked up at me and whispered, He smells icky. Her face was so innocent, but I could see the beginnings of awareness, the faint tone of accusation. How soon before she started to recognize the smell of beer, would she challenge him about his drinking? How would he react? I moved closer, pulled her away. Come on, Sophie, back to bed. Andrew's eyes opened and he swung his arm wildly, narrowly missing Sophie, and instead knocked me off balance. I fell backward onto the coffee table, then rolled off the edge. I lay stunned on the floor, sucking at the air. Sophie was beside me, hugging me tight. Mommy! It's okay, baby, I said when I could finally speak. But each word made my ribs hurt and my back felt as though it had been snapped in half. I looked over my shoulder. Andrew was on his feet, his body swaying. What the hell are you doing? Daddy, stop! Sophie cried. You pushed Mommy! He stared at us for a moment, his eyes blinking slowly. Sophie? He reached out and she cringed against me. His face pulled into a frown and he took a couple of steps forward. Andrew, I said. Andrew, please go to bed. He focused on me, and I held my breath. Finally, he spun around and lurched toward the bedroom. His hands fumbled for support against the wall. The bedroom door slammed shut. I slept in Sophie's room, curled around her body, and smoothed her hair every time she woke. I'd gone to the bathroom, examined the damage in the mirror, wincing as I pressed a cold cloth to the upper right side of my back. That long red mark would turn to a bruise. When I climbed into bed with Sophie, I eased onto my stomach, keeping my back straight and holding my breath so I didn't moan in pain. She reached over and tenderly touched my shoulder blade, her small hand drifting down my spine. Does it hurt mommy? A little bit. It was an accident, she said. He didn't mean to. He'll say he's sorry tomorrow. I choked back tears. My daughter, already making excuses for him. She'd learned that from me, I suddenly realized. She'd learned to forgive him. She wasn't even six. In the morning, I snuck out of bed while she was still asleep. He wasn't in our room. I found him in the kitchen, pouring a cup of coffee. He lifted the carafe. Want one? No, thanks. I sat at one of the bar stools around the kitchen island. The black leather stools he'd picked out, which I hated because they felt cold and were too masculine-looking. We need to talk. I was jittery, had to brace my legs on the stool. He turned around with a heavy sigh. Sorry about last night. I didn't eat dinner and the booze hit me too hard. We finished a job and I wanted to celebrate with the guys.